Buffalo, New York. I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. I have the Yelp review of a lifetime. Hillary is gross and weird. That's a direct quote from the run sheet. We're going to talk about things we wish we had known before we were 30, and uh, a lot more. Joining me to help out with this show, with everything, from the Home Sweet Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the Dutch baby Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. <laughs> Good morning. You can tell because my name starts with Van, like every Dutch person. <laughs> and at the Middle-Aged Bombish Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary, the H-Bomb Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. Just barely. But I already poured a glass of wine. So, which I'm I got so proud ju- of you, Hillary. That's I know. Amazing. I wish I-, I could be more like you. <laughs> <laughs> I got judged by my eight-year-old. She was like, so early? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. But... <laughs> That's exactly how we should all talk to an eight-year-old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, and in what is still on the run sheet as Rear Window Studios in <laughs> Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello. Good morning, Christy. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Christy, you turned your video back on. Hi. I did? You did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> oh, I'm turning it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Like everybody else, we're using Zoom these days, uh, but we keep our video off to be polite. Um yeah. And yeah, for our own vanity's sake, we're going to do some small talk, uh, including just a stupid restaurant interaction I had last night. I still don't know what Hillary's entry here means. We'll go through the mailbag. We're going to do uh, a medium talk uh, inspired by me wanting to be inspirational and a whole lot more. Uh, but starting with the small talk, Hillary, I, I need you to go first because I don't know what your thing means. Oh, you do. Okay. So... Um- since we're all home, you know, all the time, constantly, I and last week I was lamenting, like, oh, my housekeeper isn't here and it makes me sad. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to clean my bathroom. It's so gross and I can just, it's just gross. Like, it's not, we're not disgusting. Like, I, I don't, like, leave it in disarray. It just is collecting dust and I need to clean the shower, la, la, la. So I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning. I thought it was just going to be sort of a mirror shower kind of counter wipe down sort of clean sweeping. But then I have this middle drawer in my bathroom that's like ostensibly, I guess, for makeup or whatever. Um, But I decided when we moved in here like 10 years ago that it just is like my catch all for everything, just like things I don't want to deal with right at that moment. So I opened the drawer and I was like, okay, I just need to clean it out because I'm sick of opening it. And there's like... 12 mascaras from various times that I wasn't apparently ready to part with. Um, and just like calcium chews that I think I probably was like, Ooh, those look good. <laughs> I never really <laughs> ate them <laughs> individually wrapped. Okay. But then there's a collection of a lot of other things that this is why I'm gross and weird. And also it's like represents different stages of my life as, as I've you know lived in this house since uh, 2011. Okay, so I have two mixed CDs from friends that I just shoved in this drawer. One's College Nostalgia. I need to listen to it. I haven't yet listened to it because I don't have a CD player in my house. I have one in my car, but I'll go dig it out. I have um, lanolin from my nipples from when I was breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> um, like three... <laughs> I wiped them off at like three used pregnancy tests. Oh no. <laughs> what? I think I must have I mean they were positive, so it was like probably when Oh I, yeah. You know, I was like, oh like they're Bridget because with Rory I was for sure like whatever, you know. <laughs> I know how this kinda goes. Um <laughs> I have what else? I have well, just like various hair ties. 
some lighters. Um, I had pliers and a screwdriver, uh, some broken jewelry, a bikini trimmer thing, <laughs> like all of it in this one drawer, just encapsulating different <laughs> parts of my life. And I cleaned it out. It looks lovely. It, I should have taken it before and after because it was so gross. It was like dusty in there because it just like, and it didn't, there was no organization. And now it looks lovely. There's like two hairbrushes, you know, no mascara because all of that's in my makeup bag. Some, you know, hair ties and just normal stuff that's in there. And I feel, I feel clean and I feel good about myself, but I was like retroactively d- disgusted. So. <laughs> that's what everybody's junk drawer is like, though. I mean, I mean <laughs> junk drawers are crazy. <laughs> I know. You're like, why, is, why did I, why put did this? I keep this? <laughs> How did, see, I have a two story house, which I kind of hate because I'm lazy and I really like. This is what happens. Something is in my like robe pocket or something, and I just am like, ugh, I don't want to bring this back downstairs. So I just like shove it back into mm-hmm. the drawer. Anyway, that's it. I'm I'm newly uh, clean. So, <laughs> oh, and also, boys are gross. I cleaned the toilet, and it's disgusting. Uh, so much pee. So much I, pee. I have I said this before. I when I worked this. at the coffee shop. The only thing more disgusting than the men's room was the women's room. I mean, this is an isolated event because I guarantee you that that is not the case normally. Because I've been in the men's room at my office and it's nasty and the women's room mm-hmm. is lovely. Yeah, uh, that's because we've we've heard bits and pieces about the guys you work with. So that doesn't yeah. surprise me. <laughs> uh, but yes, there was a lot of pee around there. Our guest bathroom downstairs is one that Rory uses a lot. And I walked in and I was like, it just smells like pee in here it just i need to go oh. in and mop anyway well you know fun times at the butler household we're we're getting through it <laughs> so are you uh building shadow boxes for those pregnancy tests or <laughs> <laughs> i think she should use it to trick dave <laughs> <laughs> give dave guess a heart what? attack guess yeah what? just leave one on the counter and be like we have to talk <laughs> the vasectomy did not hold Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> Um, no, yeah, that he would be so bad at me. Um, <laughs> you don't think he'd turn it over and say, why did this expire in 2013? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is that so yellow? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Because she did say were... she was weird and gross. So. I am. I am yeah. weird and Disclaimer. gross. Disclaimer. Um, well, Our bathroom, so, but, yeah. well, this house has many bathrooms, as I have said before, but the master bath, uh, you would think a house that was owned by a rock star before us would have a little more taste but a lot of it's actually really boring and bland. And the master bath is all white, white tile floor, white walls, lots of um, like a big, the mirror, the sinks in a corner and there's a mirror on the wall in front of the sink and to the side. And it's just, it's really quite ugly. And the grout in the floor tile is like brownish gray from years of wear, like just not being. And so Sam brought grout cleaner and you're supposed to put it down for like 48 hours. So we're just trying to decide what two day window we want to not be able to use our master bath because it all has that just dingy off white. Why would anyone put white grout on the floor? That is just, we have it in our kitchen and you can literally tell where people, I mean, we didn't put it there. This was not our choice. Cause it'll be white in the corners, right? Where nobody steps. Yes, exactly. Like the refrigerator Mm -hmm. is like dark brown, like right in front of the refrigerator. Yeah. Like, cause it's just never going to, I mean, I guess I can, but I can't anyway. Yeah. It's a poor choice. Um, the people at our house uh, that did whatever this monstrosity is in our bathrooms <laughs> used a uh, gray caulking. Um, yeah. So it always looks dirty. Oh, um, God. And it looks like a two year old put it on like <laughs> like they use toothpaste. You know, how, like kids just like 
put it oh, yeah. I'll, I should send a picture because it is disgusting. And they also caulked in the um, toilet, which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. People are the worst. Yeah. I don't have any great cock jokes lined up. That's not a color that's usually in my repertoire. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, so Bobby, what is yours? What is 1010 Restaurant? Uh, your Yelp review. We went through this last night. So, Hillary, you got the first draft of this. But uh, we we were home yesterday shocker where else would we be these days and we just really wanted some chinese food like not fancy chinese food not even like uh like china bistro chinese food but we just wanted like shitty what we call sticky chicken like it doesn't matter if it's sesame chicken or sweet and sour chicken or or general sow whatever we just wanted like sticky chicken white rice crab rangoon crappy Chinese food. And ever since we moved back to Buffalo, we've had a hard time finding a place that we really like. There's lots of them, but they're all not great. And I started looking around last night. Turns out a bunch of the ones in Buffalo closed uh, at the beginning of coronavirus because... People are uh, racist. Yeah, because racism. <laughs> I, think. I think business just dried up for them very quickly. And so there's like a place right down at the corner that we can just walk to, but it's closed. And a bunch of the other places we've tried closed. There's this one place that's open and the wait's always kind of long there and it's cash only, but I figured whatever, I'll just go It'll give me something to do. Fine. I call in an order and they say, it's going to be 15 minutes. That's great. Cause it's kind of far away. It's 10 minute drive. So I get up, I go, I get out there. I park the car. The parking lot is packed. I end up parking on the street and walking over And this little waiting area in this crappy little corner Chinese restaurant is packed with people. There's no social distancing. There are no markers on the floor. There's like 15 to 20 people in this small little area. It's not even really a dining room. It's just a pickup area. And they're all wearing their masks. And I get out of my car and realize I have forgotten my mask. It's not actually my car. Sam asked me to take hers out because it hasn't been out of the house. It hasn't been out of the garage in a couple of weeks. And she just wanted it to run. And so I'm looking around Sam's car, looking for something I can use as a mask. And I find a scarf, like a really nice um, coach scarf. scarf. Yeah. (laughs) And so I wrap this scarf up around my face. I see a lot of people walking around with scarves. It's yeah, a, yeah. You know, it's no different than a cloth mask, really. And yeah. I, I, you know, tuck it into my hoodie and uh, I go over to Tin Tin Rest, as the sign reads. And uh, it's just a clusterfuck. And so I don't even go in at first. I just called them and I said, hey, I called in like, you know, 25 minutes ago, just making sure my order's ready. I'd rather not come inside until it's ready to pick up. And she says, oh, it's just going to be a couple of minutes. Like, okay, fine. So I wait outside for a few minutes. And I see there's a lot of activity in the kitchen, and I finally figure, well, I'll just go in and ask, because it's probably ready, and I'll just grab it. And I go in, and it's just a shit show. All of the tickets are on a table behind the counter, just like in a scattered mess. They're weeding through them every time somebody asks where their food is. They're making a ton of food, but I can't figure out where it's going. They don't deliver, so it's all pickup. What is Grub- does Grubhub no, deliver? No, because it's cash only, I think they're just... Mm. very old school like everybody's coming and going people are coming in and out asking about their food they don't have an ipad probably right (laughs) it doesn't sound like that kind of place (laughs) so i'm like okay fine i get it they're busy busy is good i'm glad that they're busy everyone is busy it's friday night and i'll just wait for a little while and uh i wait inside because i'm now in i'm inside and i'm noticing that 
if you pay more attention to them, they're going to figure out your order first. Like there's no order of, of operation for them. They're just sort of doing it as people ask. I think they're looking back into the kitchen. At one point I go up and I said, yeah, here again, I give them my phone number again. Cause that's how they're tracing all their orders. And she goes, Oh, we're just waiting on the chicken. Okay. And then a few minutes later, more like 10, I go back up again because other people who ordered after me are getting their orders. And she go, looks back and goes, oh, we're just waiting on the crab rangoon. And I was like, no, oh, you weren't. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I was just looking at my phone and I finally realized it had been an hour oh. since I ordered. Like, I'm hungry. And I'm also in this room with a bunch of people and I'm not comfortable. Like, I'm not, I haven't been too anxious about being too close to people, but like... People are coming and going. They're being rude. There's, like, the guy whose dirty mask is only covering his mouth but not his nose. I'm seeing a lot of that lately. <laughs> oh, People God. do that. Why like, even bother? What? Wait, wait, wait. Time out, though. Did you see the picture of Ben Affleck with his... Yes. <laughs> smoking a cigarette with his mask on. Amazing. Just covering his nose. It's the best. <sighs> he really cares about his health, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I finally gave up. And I felt awful about it because, like, I, I want to support local business. I, I want them to stay open. Clearly, they're busy enough without me. So I finally just went up. And since I hadn't paid yet, since it was cash only, it's not like they took my card. I was just like, I'm done. I give up. Yeah. <laughs> Please cancel my order. And she didn't understand at first. And I was like, no, really, just I'm I'm not I'm not waiting anymore in this room. Was and, Sam like, disappointed? Uh, yeah, of course, because when you get your hopes up for Chinese food, what else yeah. are you going to do? Like, there's yeah. it, it fills a certain uh, caloric void in your heart that can't easily be replaced. And, like, sometimes we'll do the Trader Joe's Mandarin Orange mm -hmm. Chicken on the sheet pan. I was just about to say. Yep. Do it's pretty Mandarin. good. But yeah. there's just something about, you know, that and the crab. Like, I could make crab and good. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe when the cast iron ah. skillet comes, spoiler mm -hmm. alert for <laughs> Tishi Recommends, maybe I'll make some crab and goon in it. Okay, I'm raising my hand. I have a question. Is crab rangoon um, like a regional specialty? No. Is it okay? Because I never grew up having it. Like I had never really? heard of it until I Dave. think it's a certain type of Chinese food. Maybe Sichuan. I mean, I I, I mean, maybe it was just that something my family didn't like order. So I, when Dave and I started dating, he was like, "Mmm, crab rangoon," and I was like, "Is this a Boston thing? Like, is this something? Mm -hmm. It's delicious. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's you know <laughs> something mm -hmm. with." fake crab and cream cheese is <laughs> an Asian specialty, but delicacy, but, right. um, but it is delicious. It just, I had never heard of it before. I think there are some regional differences, even <laughs> between Boston and Buffalo. Like you go to Boston and you go to the Kowloon, which is this yeah. well-known local, like tiki Chinese restaurant. And the food's a little bit different than what we would get here. And then you go to Canada from here, and I assume this is similar in Detroit, Meredith. The Chinese food is much more authentic and really good in a yes. lot of Canada you know, mm -hmm. uh, than it is here. Same with here. I have yeah. to go to Canada to get soup dumplings. I don't know why Detroit right. hasn't gotten this bandwagon, but I have to yeah. actually go to a different country. Yeah, it's weird that they haven't done that. Like I, feel I know. Like they would. Like That's like kind of their, you know, having yeah. cool hip restaurants. I know. It's very surprising to me. But they, it's not hard to go over there well it is right now um yeah. but they also have really good dim sum which we don't have mm -hmm. oh here. yeah yeah um i have an update it was actually invented by trader jick vix oh, in San Francisco. oh. so it's like polynesian sure oh 
Yeah. Cream cheese. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. yeah, cream cheese isn't very Chinese, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's delicious. It if you said that combination to me, I would be like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it no, sounds yeah, no terrible. Yeah. Bobby, those are all reasons why you need an air fryer because the Trader Joe's Chinese food cooked in the air fryer is the best. We were just thinking about that. Isn't uh, it just the same thing as a, as a toaster oven? oven? No. Because I have a convection. I mean, my oven have, has a convection setting. Yep. So does yeah, ours, so and I can never dial it in. It's similar, but it cooks a lot faster, and you don't have to preheat, so it uses a lot less mm. energy. Mm-hmm. And when it's hot in your house. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Hmm. I, my best friend was telling me that she, or she posted on Facebook that she's like, I don't like, as a, you know, Andrew Walsh says like a unitasker like that just takes mm-hmm. up counter space right. but she was singing the praises of um the air fryer and there's a place in new orleans called dominica that's so good and they have this like roasted cauliflower with this whatever side and she was like i could actually make it in the air fryer and it tastes really good so yeah. i'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check that out yeah a future tea she recommends i think <laughs> yeah work on that <laughs> yeah so after all of that, I didn't want to come home empty handed. And I texted Sam and I was like, fuck it. I give up. And she said, do you want me to preheat the oven? Do you want to make something? I was like, no, I don't want to cook now. I'm mad. And so <laughs> I fired up the McDonald's app, which I put on my phone a long time ago once when I was in New York City, because it's easier than waiting in line in like the Times Square, yeah. one of the Times Square McDonald's. And I looked at the specials order and you can get two cheeseburgers, tw- one eat chicken nuggets and two medium fries for $10. <laughs> and so I put that order through because that's always our emergency fallback around here. It's just uh, chicken nuggets and French fries. Great. And then the burgers are just bonus calories. And then it's like, do you want to add a large fry for a dollar? It's a special. And I was like, yes, of course I do. So I came home and we just ate a bounty of chicken nuggets and French fries and, and shitty McDonald's cheeseburgers. Food for should not be that cheap. It's a little I disconcerting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like when I'm trying to like, lately I've been really, you know, thinking that shopping is like my, you know, it's like a soothing my soul, like just clicking around oh, yeah. on, mm-hmm. you know, different <laughs> apps. And Sometimes I'll look like I was looking at because apparently I like to buy crop tops now. I was looking at this like workout outfit on um on Amazon and for the pants and the top it was like fifteen dollars. And I'm like, that is too cheap. Like that there's some economic like I don't scaling of like this makes me feel bad. Like I don't like I wanna pay thirty dollars for this. I don't wanna pay fifteen dollars for it. It's just there's it's gonna fall apart the moment it hits my hands. Yeah, you're or, like, just buying poisoning. it all off the wish app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, Bridget told me that she doesn't, well, she's never liked French fries, which makes me think that she's like not actually my daughter. <laughs> I live for French fries. She doesn't like French fries or, um, icing. On More cake. for you. God, I know. What? I know. And I'm like, what? You're not my daughter. Like I disown you. Um, like, I don't care if you're like gay or trans or whatever. You don't like French fries. Like get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Disowned. Uh, but, but. I did get the McDonald's the other day because I didn't feel like going in and I didn't feel like cooking and I didn't feel like walking into any place. So I was like, well, whatever, I'm just going to drive through here. And, uh, she had French fries cause they just give them to you. Like most other places it's like, Oh, do you want French fries or apples? And so you should go get her apples at McDonald's or like, well, just throw it all in. But mm-hmm. she ate a French fry and she was like, Oh, this is good. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. The McDonald's French fries are like, you know, the, the best thing there. They're the best. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, they're awful, but they've got it down to a science. Yes. I mean, oh, so good. They've been engineered to be great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry, but you know, you live, you learn. 
Yeah. Should we move on to the mailbag? I think so, because that'll 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 bring up the train on this <laughs> the negativity train on my lack of Chinese food. And by the way, let's just be clear: we are fine. The last thing yeah. we needed was some deep fried faux Chinese calories. <laughs> I just, you know, you get your hopes up, and then anyway. Dashed. Out of the mailbag, we only got one email this week, and it was from Bob Stein. Most of it, uh, I moved over to the uh, question of the week because it was actually feedback relating to that. But I, he did also note in his email a lot of other things. Bob is quite verbose. We enjoy his emails, but I think most of it was just for us, so I'm not going to read it all. Uh, but he did note that Anne's new nickname should be, Anne, show us what you got, big boy, Ludholm. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. That was so great. It's a little long for a nickname, but I do like it. (laughs) It was so so great. (laughs) It doesn't have the efficiency of the Dutch baby Van Harn. Right. (laughs) So thank you, Bob. And remember, you can always email us uh, at uh, tishi at 10710.com or usethrowyourphone.com. I I like it when we get emails from people, um, especially when we do the question of the week. And ask people to write who you stalked in 10 words or less, and then nobody follows the directions. <laughs> Did we really think they would? No. <laughs> no. No. I love it. Uh, and speaking of the question of the week, we did, in fact, ask you, who have you stalked in 10 words or less? And then we put a disclaimer on there to be as vague as you need to be, because we cannot defend you in court. <laughs> I guess um, what listener Caleb could, if you're in what state? Wait, Wyoming? Caleb. No, not Caleb. Sorry, Mackenzie. Uh, Mackenzie. Mackenzie in, in, Wyoming. in Wyoming. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Caleb's a different listener. I got my names mixed up. Trying to remember all thirty of you. <laughs> uh, Plus my family. Right. <laughs> Question of the week responses. I will start with Bob since he did email it in. Uh, he says, "In his early forties, for Christ's sake, I stalked a woman that had been seen. Uh, he had seen for a few months and then broken up with." It was a pretty no-frills stalking as her street was on my way home from work. I didn't, I wouldn't stop, just do a drive-by. So basically, this confirms that I stopped maturing between the ages of 21 and 44, which is when I met my wife. Fortunately for me, maybe not so much for her. Oh, <laughs> well, she's a lucky lady. Yeah. I think that's entry-level stalking, the, the drive-by. Oh, I mean, I love a drive-by. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Pre-cell phone days, that's just like what you had to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine now. It's just as like, are you online right now? Like, or can I see, you know, yeah. the green dot by your name or whatever? You're active on Instagram, but you're not texting me back. <laughs> I know. What's wrong well, with you? That's the worst. Or like when somebody has, I don't know how you say it, read receipts, read receipts or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. on, and you can see that Ugh. they read it. And Nobody like, should have that on. That's the worst. <laughs> you're like, motherfucker, text me back. I see that their ICQ flower is green, so they're obviously active. ICQ. <laughs> hey, 4893818. Um, Mr. Saul writes, I haven't stalked anyone, but I was stalked by a preacher's daughter Bragger. in high school. <laughs> uh I'm so glad, Hillary, you you were the first, I think, to immediately ask for more information. And Saul writes, I remember her coming to my house and telling my mother, I told her she could borrow my clothes, and she let her go to my room and pick some out. That is so creepy. Okay, Okay, side note, can I tell this one really quick story of Mm -hmm. sort of stalking? No, of course you can't. (laughs) There was a guy that we were all, I really didn't like him, but we were all sort of friends with, I don't remember the exact, 
I don't know. This is like breaking and entering. This is terrible. And at the time, I felt like, ugh, like I was a teen about it. And now I feel awful. So there was some boy that, I don't know if we all sort of liked or whatever. We liked tormenting. And he had a letter. I don't remember the exact. He had something we wanted that in his room, and he told us he had it. So we, me and a couple of my friends went to his house. We, like, knocked on the door. Nobody answered. And then we just turned the knob, and it was open. And we went no, into no. his room to go find whatever. It was, like, a letter or something. We went into his room. His mom came home and found us, like, in no. his room. And she was like, get out of here. I mean, she knew us, so it wasn't like, you know she was but she was like get out of here and we were such bitches that we were like she's such a bitch that's so rude oh like why God. did she do this <laughs> and now i'm like we literally like broke and entered into the house i mean the, it, it was unlocked what well, because i think that was our defense like we we're like Ugh, the door was unlocked like that was like, an excuse <laughs> did you tp your house later no, I did fair oh. amount of TPing, but yeah, um, um, but that was when I was in high school, and I was like, I don't want to exert that much energy TPing yeah. somebody's house. We used to call it rolling. That was like, mm. uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, got uh, something that. else around here. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of rolling pranks, we never really TPed houses in high school, but we used to play this game where we would break up into teams and go out into the world and see who could find or lightly steal the most random thing from the uh, the outside world in like a three hour window and then bring it all back and declare yeah. winners. Yeah. And so one night we did this, it was called random shit night. And we had all this random shit, including uh, a bathtub somebody had remodeled and like, it wasn't oh. even like a freestanding bathtub. It was one of those ones that is supposed to be acrylic. How did the you wall. haul it? Somebody like, had friends with pickup trucks. I grew up close to the country. <laughs> Uh, I think there might have been half a water heater. Of course, this was in the days when scrap wasn't worth as much or this shit wouldn't have been around. Yeah. Lots of garden gnomes, um, <laughs> yard signs, just all sorts of crap. And we weren't sure what to do with it all. So we dumped it on the front lawn of this this friend, John, who was homeschooled. So his nickname was Homeschool John. <laughs> Creative. Every uh, kid is homeschool John now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm writing that down because it's a potential show title. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and his mom in the morning called the police because oh, she yeah. woke up and just had a lawn full of oh, random shit. crap. And we are told the police showed up and asked her because Judge John relayed this to us later. Does your son have friends? <laughs> 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 and she was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "They they said good. Call them to come get this shit back out of your yard." <laughs> <laughs> God. Teens are the worst. Yeah. Yep. yep. God. They're um, so random. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be random. Um, who is in green? Oh, that's me. So Catherine says, quote unquote, famous contemporary artist, four continents, 50-ish cities, 15 years, now good friends. <gasps> Way to go, Catherine. Who is it? I think I it's Yanni. <laughs> I... Like who? Yeah, who is it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean Yanni does like travel. Like, remember Yanni live at the Acropolis? Like, yeah, that's fifty-ish <laughs> cities. I mean, this has got to be somebody pretty big. Yanni yeah. live at the Acropolis. Like, did you make a PBS pledge and get that on VHS? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this is something that um, that Hillary and Bobby should be able to find out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sure. They can suss it out. Sure. Whoever yeah. figures it out first wins. Ooh. <laughs> See, when an I saw, old bathtub. When I saw yeah. artists, I thought it was like a visual artist, like, yeah, like, like Shepherd Fairy or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't realize, like, artists, we were expanding into, Oh, I don't like, know. <laughs> Catherine. Yeah, I don't know. Talk to us. Yeah, we might need more hints. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Christy? Um, yeah. um, Chelsea just wrote Chris <laughs> Kirkpatrick, and that's not enough for me. I know the backstory. Sometimes you need to. Okay, tell me. I know the backstory. Is this your she, friend? Yeah, Chelsea's one of okay. my friends. And um, she and my other friend, Katie, like, we were all obsessed with NSYNC, but they lived in Los Angeles. They went to USC and lived in Los Angeles, so they kind of had, like, access to fancy things. And somehow they found out, it was during the their tour, somehow they found out where... I might be getting this wrong, but they found out where they were staying and they mm. left like a cake or something on the, but they didn't want Chris Kirkpatrick. Like he's the like yeah, least desirable no, one. Sink. <laughs> um, but they like left a cake on his, like the hotel, um, like doorstep. And he came out and was like, Hey, I think he just like said hi. And they ran away. They were like, ah, so it wasn't necessarily like they were aiming for chris kirkpatrick obviously well we were all jc fans so like obviously i think they were really going for jc jc not jt jc jt was second tier to me um anyway so somehow they they saw him and (laughs) and kind of quasi stalked him i like it so wait rank them for me quickly if jc is above jt I was a JC, JT, I guess Joey, Lance, and then Chris. That would be my order. I I knew somebody who knew, like, because Lance was from Mississippi, so somebody I went to college with, like, knew him. So I kind of always thought that Lance and I could be friends. But, like, he was the worst dancer by far. <laughs> like, he couldn't dance. So, um, and then and then Chris at the time was, like, 30 and I you know it seemed very Andy old had to me. braids he had white yes, people braids yes, it was so good. embarrassing he was kind of yeah. short and dorky he was last for me too yeah. of course Joey was number one <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> we, yes we've explored that <laughs> <laughs> I want to make the instinct power rankings the question of the week except I think we can't, <laughs> no, no, no. We can't, we can't do it the normal way because we need to analyze the data if we're going to do that we've got to use yeah. like a google you know, form or something. Fire up. Well, I also, I also feel that it translates to other boy bands. If oh, you like sure. that archetype, you like that in all of them. Sure. Yes. And yep. so I was a Donnie, obviously. Yeah, you like um, the bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a little chubby. Um, not you a, like. Well, the Donnie was a good dancer. Ones. Yeah, Donnie was a good dancer. No. I liked in Backstreet Boys. My because nobody liked him. I I liked Kevin Richardson. I thought he was so hot. Um, and honestly, if you watch the Backstreet Boys like live kind of deal, like he was, um, he did the best job. So I'm, I'm sticking by my choice. Okay. <laughs> You're like, okay, I see you. Noted. No, I, did, I wasn't into, um, Backstreet Boys. I yeah. was only in, I would say, okay, this is for another time that I would say that they mm-hmm. have less charismatic, like members of the band, mm-hmm. but they had somewhat better songs sometimes. Like I want it that way. It's like, uh, yeah, they had later, a good, so yeah. Uh, okay. Good songwriter. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. This is, I have Lauren. Yes. My grad school roommate and I stalked out, st- sorry, staked out in a car late night, uh, drunken, outside of my professor's house to determine whether they were lovers or simply cohabitating. Both were pretty sexually ambiguous. Take two. Yeah. <laughs> They both wore rings and they were not married. So that <laughs> I loved this one because I full on did oh. this in college with yes. not a professor, but one of my friends was definitely cheating on her husband with one of our like mutual friends. And we followed her. I had binoculars in the car <laughs> and we followed her all the way to his house. And I knew that she was cheating. So 
And then that, um, the, after that, I wanted to be a PI. I'm like, okay, I'm changing my major. How do I become a <laughs> PI? <laughs> it was so fun. And we were like keeping other friends. I, I think one of us had a cell phone. So we were like, okay, listen to what's happening. <laughs> That's so awesome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this response made me laugh out loud. Katie says, excuse you. This post is public. (laughs) Very good point. Yes. Don't admit your crimes in writing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our friend and, uh, a couple of times, uh, sit in co-host on the old LRB Hollywood Mike says, and, and he pushed hard to meet the, uh, close to 10 word limit. Andrew Walsh. He moved to L.A., frequented many of my usual haunts. Yep. <laughs> Love it. I'm glad to know I wasn't the only person stalking Andrew while he lived in L.A. Mike, I want to know uh, where you used to haunt, because I'm sure that we had some similar ones, because um, Andrew used to mention one of my favorite bars in Los Angeles, so I wonder if we were there at the same time. Okay. Uh, and I were supposed to meet up last time when I was in L.A., and then the scheduling just didn't work, but we ended up. Uh, Sam and I ended up going to Cantor's and he wanted to take us to the kibitz room, which is the yeah. bar. Oh, kibitz yeah. room is good. Oh, so. come, on, come on. I was in there in my early twenties. I for sure, um, did some things at the kibitz room. It's really fun. <laughs> um, okay. Rita says Facebook stalked the brother of a friend of a friend. I had a one night stand with over 30 years ago. I know too many words, but any less would not have made sense. I love this. So <laughs> I love it much. This is so like late night when you should be asleep or whatever you should mm-hmm. like, rest your brain but you're like i wonder what and that's like that's when you get in trouble with the like accidentally liking something on yep. like a deep down oh my Instagram. gosh you start to fall asleep and your finger slips <laughs> this is what my stepdad does i think i've mentioned it before like he will rsvp to a margarita crawl <laughs> and he's like a 68 year old man on disability <laughs> I love it so much. And it it happened like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it just pops up. It's like, you have 10 minutes to get to the margarita crawl. He's like, what the hell? My sister screenshot it and sent it to me. Just laugh emojis. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. I want to go to a margarita crawl. I do, too. That sounds delicious. Um, This is me. Um, Kalina, anyone who comments with some bullshit about COVID being overblown. Oh, yep. I have oh, yeah. done this so, so much. So have I. Yes. I I have actually, like, I'm pretty tailored down to no one that thinks like this. But when there's comments on other people's, like, other friends' pages, I follow those people and see, see what kind of nonsense they're up to. Yeah. I do this. So my mom's cousin is a Trumper for Ooh. some reason. Like, I can't, I can't get over it like I would unfriend her but I'm so interested in what she thinks because it's so bizarre mm-hmm. <laughs> that I am her friend and she came onto my page a couple weeks ago and said some really mean shit to one of my friends God, that I used to work with that. and so I've been going to her Facebook page and trying to like she she's but she's putting passive aggressive comments on my mom's Facebook page when my because my mom posts tons of like articles in, in liberal memes and stuff. And I think <laughs> I, I think she's it. doing it now just to irritate her own cousin. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. So I've been following her all over Facebook the last couple of weeks, just watching yeah. her say dumb shit. That's awesome. Um, Andrea says any company that posts a blind box recruitment job ad. That's very specific. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And we had to look this up. A blind box recruitment job ad is apparently an ad where you don't know what the company is that you're applying to. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Um, Oregon okay. Harvesters United needs a call center worker. <laughs> and... 
Um, okay, Heather says, uh, a guy who walks to work while I drive by every day the last 10 years, I've given him a whole backstory. I mean, girl, I know. That's I just, love this that. Is, it's like I not even stalking. It just is more like you created. There's a person in my neighborhood that I've driven behind. I mean, not anymore, but I've driven like to work with basically. And it's like from my neighborhood. And let me tell you, I, you know, I love my neighborhood. It's pretty white. Like my neighborhood is not like super diverse at all. This person has a like purple. I think it's like a PT cruiser. Christine's going to be listening to it. She knows. And, but it has like a Prince insignia on the back, like a huge one. And then I think the, the, the license plate just says like P R P L like R A I N. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, oh, okay. We get it. <laughs> it's so weird. Like it's such a, like, I mean, not weird. Like Prince is great. I'm not like the biggest super fan, but whatever. Like, you know, whatever floats your boat. But I'm like, you've really committed to this. Like, this is a commitment that you've made to your lifestyle. And I want to know everything about like, how did you become such a big Prince fan? Um, when did you decide, you know, to commit to do how many tattoos you have? Cause if you're getting your license plate, you have to have a tattoo of that. Like there's, it's a guarantee. So anyway, I I've created sort of a backstory, but I, I applaud that. If you ever talk to them, ask them the thing I'm curious about is why a PT cruiser or, or it's like a, I don't even think they make those anymore, but yeah, so, no, something, along, <laughs> For something along those lines, like Chevy 500 or whatever, yeah, like yeah, something, yeah. you know, yeah. Anyway, the, I have uh, lots the... of backstories about people on the bus that I read. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've said before when I was a commuter, a train commuter from Rhode Island, and I named a group of women the Chobani Gang because they would <laughs> stare down anyone who sat in one of their regular seats while they ate their Chobani on the way in, in the morning. <laughs> I like their style. Yeah. <laughs> um, Julie says, I lightly researched. I like research instead of stock. Boys that my daughter dated in high school. But that's just good parenting, right? Totally. Yes. yes I would definitely do that. Oh, the, for sure. The only problem is that sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't want to know that. Like their parents voted for Trump or mm-hmm. whatever. And you're just like, yeah. should I hold it against them that you know, <laughs> their parents suck? But I don't know. Sometimes you have to. But yes. Oh, I mean, when Bridget starts dating, I'm going to fully research. Mostly because I'm nosy. Like, I just want to know everything. Like I said last week, like I just want to know everything about everyone. So I'm mm-hmm. like, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, leave no detail behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel says, for several years, I low-level stalked a friend when they ghosted on me. And I'm going to abridge this because it's pretty long because Daniel doesn't know how to follow directions like so many of our (laughs) listeners. But you can read the whole thing on Facebook. Writes, eventually, after much, much too long, I got rid of all their contacts and connections uh, and a lesson was learned. Uh, If you do read the whole thing on Facebook, he makes good use of the word douche nozzle. In the full Ew. version. <laughs> uh, and there were more. Uh, check them all out on the Facebook page, uh, or rather, Facebook group. This show has everything. Uh, and there were, there the were more than I thought there were going to be on this because it's mm-hmm. pretty niche. But um, but everybody is curious about everybody else. So yep, yeah. And I, uh, Christy has I have one a for story. Us. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so I mean the. The biggest one of my life. I I did a lot of (laughs) lightly researching um, people, but like Hillary, um, driving by a lot of places. But this was even before I had a license. Um, My dad would drive us by, which, why was he doing that? (laughs) So weird. But (laughs) I'd be like, slow down, slow down. And then he'd like do the little honk. And I'd be like, 
go. <laughs> but it was a boy that was one year younger than me. And um, I'm actually friends with him on Facebook now. But even like even when I see him posting, I get a little bit like, oh, like oh. Yes. so weird <laughs> because he's like, I would not like he maybe as a trumper he went into the military he was pretty dumb like even then <laughs> they all are yeah sometimes hey. you just can't help who you're attracted to <laughs> right so i like stalked his life um i went because he lived by the school so i would actually walk home so i could kind of be near him walking home i would walk like three or four miles home because i got a bus but i did not take it so that i could walk by wow. him wow and um, I would go to every one of his football practices, which is insane. Like, I was love like, it. So he boring. Was like JV junior high um, football team. <laughs> um, somehow I got one of his socks. Like my <gasps> friend got it for me or something. Ew. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it, it was, it was really bad. And it went on for way too long. Like I was, when he was in eighth grade math, I was in ninth grade and I TA'd for his math class. Um, oh. so I could sit there and he was so dumb. Like oh my I would gosh. <laughs> sometimes change his answers because oh like, my oh God, my God you don't write. know basic math. Like, <laughs> but I'm still like, oh. and I couldn't even talk to him. That's the worst part is my best friend would call him and I would just like be on conference call and listen to, it, and she'd be like, what kind of toothpaste do you use? And I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> It was really embarrassing. Oh, teen girls. Yes, I know. Yeah. Do you remember those surveys? They actually, they've made a comeback recently on Facebook because people just love sharing basic uh, codes to figure out all their passwords and identity mm. theft yes. stuff on <laughs> Facebook. But in high school and uh, maybe late middle school into high school, we would email around those surveys that would just be like 40 random stupid questions like that. Like it would start with your age and name, and then it would be like, mm-hmm. "And what toothpaste do you like? And what band yep. do you like? And what's your yeah, favorite, yeah, whatever?" Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly. And we would forward those things around and do so many of them, just to fill empty space uh, between AOL instant messages. I don't. Yep. Yeah, I actually would like keep a like a um, information notebook about him. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I know so much about his life. Never, I don't know if I ever. And he doesn't about- deserve it at all. <laughs> I know, no, I know. And they never like, he signed my yearbook, and I like laminated it with like <laughs> packing tape. Oh yeah, scotch tape lamination. We did yep. a lot of that. And my yeah. friends would like take pictures of him, so I had all these like pictures of. Him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, that was so crazy. Okay. And it's funny what you can get your friends to do. You're like, this is like what I love. Like you have to do this for me. Like, yeah. We just need two strands of hair and one vial of blood for the yeah. Did I have any of his hair? No. A just sock a would sock. probably work for a, a sock doll, and then. a hat. Like some somehow oh he God. gave me one of his baseball hats. It was a Baltimore Orioles hat. That must have been the best day of your life. And he was like a huge uh, Detroit Lions fan, so of course I was too. You definitely <laughs> smelled that hat, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get too far off the rails into sock talk. This is actually a, a, a TBTL thing this week. Uh, <laughs> there was talk on TBTL this week about um, whether or not you can rewear a pair of socks. Like some people, I think Andrew was one of the people who said, even if he's only worn a pair of socks for like 20 minutes, once you take it off, you can't put it back on. And then Luke had a whole thing about how he'll rewear a pair of socks the next morning to jog in if he wore them the day before, but then they're done. Like he won't put them back on to go into life. 
And it just reminded me that I had a roommate in college whose life goal financially was to wear a brand new pair of socks every day for the rest of his life. Oh, God. God. That's wasteful. And just something about the feeling of putting on a pair of socks that had never been washed but were clean, just like brand fluffy new, like just cheap white athletic socks or like ankle socks. And I couldn't explain to him that that was not a high goal. Like, yeah, if like you, buy you can get a bulk. pack of socks at Costco <laughs> every week, I guess. Right? <laughs> like, like yeah. that, that's not, I mean, it's stupid, but it's not particularly extravagant, all things considered. No. But anyway, just to, I mean, so if he had ladies who were interested in him, he had socks to spare, I guess. That's my <laughs> point. You can sell them on the internet. Yeah, as long Recoup as he's donating money. them, maybe to like homeless people afterwards. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. God, there is a market for that. That's the sad part. Wash them first. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I always wash all my clothes. Yeah. I get, so do I. I never wear in socks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know no. what happened to them before they got nope. to you. Yes. Uh, and with that, <laughs> why don't we go to Medium Talk? <laughs> um, medium Talk this week was uh, inspired by the episode number. This is Tishi 30. And we I was... made it, guys. <laughs> Dirty 30. (laughs) 30 and thriving. Yeah, 30 and flirty. Tishy. Definitely. Uh, I'm 29 times two or whatever. (laughs) Plus five. Yeah, we should definitely celebrate our 29th anniversary again and again Mm -hmm. and again. Uh, I had this thought that 30 is a number that appears on a lot of stupid lists. And I thought, I'll just search around and I'll find some stupid list of 30 things. And that'll be the show for this week. Like, because... We've lamented, I think, on the show and off the show even more. It is very hard to find uh, story topics right now that are not coronavirus related. And yeah. we could talk about coronavirus the whole time, but I'm too busy trying to inject bleach into my arms. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was searching around oh, and I, I found a list uh, that I thought spoke to us particularly, which is 30 things I learned before th- turning 30 by Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> Our poet laureate. Yeah. <laughs> it's an article from L uh, uh, from March of 2019. Because she turned 30 in December, and it's psychotic that I know that. I think it's just, okay. Fact check me. Is it December 13th, 1989? Is that when she was born? I don't know. Let's see, come on, look. <laughs> well, I know you're right about the year because of the album. Yes. Right. Right. Of course. Uh, December 13th, 1989. Is nice. that when she was born? <laughs> Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I know that. Um, oh, God, my brain. So this got me thinking. Uh, this got me thinking we could read a list like this, but but maybe it would be better if we wrote our own self-help list. And I, I'll admit, I was also thinking about like Cosmo articles, like 30 ways to please your man in bed. Well, but yeah, that that's not a good show topic for us. So I thought we could do the 30 things we wish we had known when we were 30 or before we turned 30. Basically, what's the stuff that we wish we could go back and tell our younger selves to stop being such a dumb shit about? Um, And there's a lot of serious answers. We've all put a few in here. Um, We're not going to count up to 30. We're just going to throw a few out. But um, the one that was not um, fancy for me was just how to shape my face. I often tell people it took me 30 years to figure out my haircut. (laughs) Uh, and also, uh, as I'm often chided for in uh, company with all of you, uh, I wore transitions lenses for many years. <laughs> Up until like two years ago, right? Yeah. A little longer than that now. But yes. So again, 
uh, and the reason I wear transition lenses is really simple. Uh, when I was in college, I got two pair of glasses. It was my first ever pair of prescription sunglasses and my regular glasses. I just never wore sunglasses growing up. I just didn't. Um, I just squinted a lot. I don't know. And uh, I put on the prescription sunglasses and promptly lost the regular glasses like the day after I got them. And I had to go back and get them changed to regular glasses because I could not wear prescription sunglasses all the time everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I just thought, real cool. fuck it, I can't, I'm not responsible enough to own two pairs of glasses. So transitions it is. Um, and then I finally grew up and was able to manage not losing my other pair of glasses instantly. And so I was able to have and two. And you don't again. look like a creeper as much. <laughs> as, as much. much. I mean, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not go overboard here. When I'm laying in bed at two in the morning trying to figure out what someone's ex's sister is doing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how to shape my face is how I summarize that. It's something I wish I had known before I was 30. So are we going to do one at a time or yeah. do you want to do all your... Yeah. Okay. I think as the spirit moves, because that's great for production, because then everybody gets to hear us stammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, do you want to um, Yeah. So my first one, the, the, this is what came to mind first when we were talking about this subject, is um, is always do the hard thing. Um, and don't make any jokes about this. This is serious. I'm talking about... <laughs> um, Doing things for your friends that you might not want to do. Go to their grandparents' funeral yeah. if you're invited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, help them move. You know, these things are not necessarily pleasant or fun, but they strengthen your relationships a lot. And it makes me personally feel better when I do these things because I don't live with the guilt of talking myself out of something that I don't want yeah. to do and being a flake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also this, I mean, just that saying is like getting out of terrible relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. It would have been easy for you to stay in that marriage. Yes, absolutely. And still but be I crying and upstairs. it was hard. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really, it was really, uh, yeah, it was extremely it was hard. The hardest, that was the like, hardest right? thing I've ever done, probably. But yeah. it was the right thing. And I, you know, yeah, I still think about it all the time. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful that I did it. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me too. I mean, though you would only be three hours away, but I don't know if we would have become <laughs> friends, like as good of friends. So true. I know. Dang it. Um. Okay, mine is like a little bit funnier. So when I was telling you guys, like when I turned 30, my birthday is October 27th, as it everybody is? knows. And by the by, my half birthday is coming up in two days. So oh my let's gosh. celebrate. It's Monday when this is released. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so it's, I turned 30 on October 27th, 2008 on the like, you know, the week and a half before uh, Barack Obama was elected president and it was such a fun time. I had a really good party. It was like hopeful. We kind of knew at that point, like you just sort of knew, like I, I, I feverishly followed it and I was like sort of obsessed with it, but you just sort of, you just knew. And I just remember being really excited and really just hopeful. And the other night, I don't know why, cause I'm like, I am a glutton for punishment. I like to watch this clip where it's like all the news, um, like the, you know, even Fox or CNN or whatever, they're all announcing that he was elected president. And I was showing it to the kids and I start, I just like started crying. Cause I was I like, it was like uncontrolled tears. I was like, I have yeah. to turn this off. Like I can't mm. watch it. Um, and anyway, it just is, I was so hopeful then. And it's kind of like, okay, but keep your eye on the prize. Like don't let up on the gas because I wish I could go back and tell myself, like, it's not always going to be like this. Like you have to still be vigilant and you still have to, you know, 
not think you have to kind of know what's coming next, which I, I guess is like being psychic or whatever, but just like not being swung not up. Not being the, complacent, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> a little bit of a downer, but yes. Okay. Mine, I feel like mine are all like from mugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's we do but, need to re- refuel, restock the merch. So, yes, yeah. Um, this is like an old saying that can't be traced back, but I learned it from Jeremy, who learned it from um, AA. And it's what other people think about you is none of your business. I like it's that true. one. Yeah. No, it's true. And you can't change it. <laughs> so. No. Just stop thinking about mm-hmm. it. I think that that was like when I went to therapy for a little bit, that was like a consuming of it all. And it's just like, why, why do you care what other people think of you? Like, it does right. not matter. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not really thinking about you that much. No. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back around to mine. Yeah. Uh, my next one is another one that is less deep, but just... Um, I wish I had known sooner how to work out. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's it's a dumb thing, and it's not just that I should work out. And even before thirty, I had uh, a couple of gym memberships. I would go occasionally, but in high school, somehow I managed to skate through even weight room units, and I just never picked up like the inherent base skills. And so when it came to time to go to the gym again, I of course did not want to work with a trainer because. <laughs> I don't want to be criticized when I'm one by someone or take a group class or I need to be around other people who know what they're doing. Um, but like, I know how to, I knew how to like get on an elliptical, but I didn't know how to, to like stretch and cool down and what to eat before and after. And I never, I just, I, I was completely blind to that culture and thus avoided it because, you know, I avoid everything that I don't feel confident doing. And, uh, as a result, uh, I got fat basically. I mean, I just, uh, I, I, I should have picked that up in college or high school or something. And like all my college roommates, friends, floor mates, whatever would, would go to the gym. I don't think I went to the gym more than I could probably count on one hand. The number of times I went to gym while I was living on campus because I just didn't feel comfortable going to the weight room where all the guys were acting like douchebags. And so I finally just figured out in the last couple of years how to get into a decent routine of like just forcing myself to do it. I'll feel better after. It's got to be a thing. Hillary knows this because Hillary, Will, and I, uh, Will the Pilot, and I are sort of workout buddies and we'll send really unflattering selfies of one another when we're working (laughs) out. (laughs) Sort of a casual accountability measure. And uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I look just, beautiful when I work out. I look so hot. You don't even know. You glisten. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, I do glisten. You guys are really missing out on my purple face when I exercise. <laughs> we need a new word of the week because it can't be glisten again. <laughs> but yeah, how to work out. Wish I'd known that yeah, before nice. I was 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one is that um, nice people don't need to say that they're nice. They just are nice. Yes. Um, and that goes, moms. For, that goes for basically everything. Yes. People yeah. who say on Facebook, I'm such a great mom. They're not. They're not. Um, people God. who say that they're the super smart, that like God. the president, yeah. are not smart. You, mm-hmm. it's, yep. it's obvious when somebody is smart and they don't need to reinforce that. Right. So that, for me, I've learned to see that as a, as a salmon-colored flag of yeah. like, this person's probably not nice. Yeah. It's kind of like also when I, I was, t- my sister and I were talking about it the other day when I say, oh, that's so funny. 
like I and I'm not laughing. Like <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> uh, good one. You're saying I acknowledge what you're saying and I don't yeah. hate it. I guess <laughs> I understand that I should be thinking this is funny. I'm just not eliciting a laugh from me right yeah. at this moment. But yeah. <laughs> um, mine is uh, something that I have to think about all the time: is save more money. Just save more money. Like yeah. don't don't. I am so I'm not an extravagant spender in that. Like I like take lavish trips or like buy really nice cars or anything. I I have always twenty dollared myself. At, like into debt. Like I just go to target or whatever, like just buy something on Amazon. It's so or, easy to do. And mm-hmm. you think, and I'm like not as accountable. I'm, I think that I'm, a, <laughs> I think I'm a smart person, but I don't. <laughs> um, but I just like, I can have this dissonance with money sometimes. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, how did I, how do I not have, and it's not anything I need. It's like some shitty shirt or shoes or whatever. Anyway. So just save more money. It, it's so much it makes you feel so much better and gives you some cushion. And now, you know, that people are starting to get laid off or or have, um, you know, some percentages taken off their salary. It's it's good to have like a little bit. And I started way too late. Yeah, mine's similar to that in that I wish I could have told my pre-30 year old self to buy Apple stock um, <laughs> oh because when I looked the year I turned 30 it was a dollar 36 and now it's over $300 even with the market crowd and that's of course it's split a bunch of times so yeah, uh, yeah. I would have told uh, myself I'd go back yeah. and tell myself to buy stock and you're like hey Christy yeah. <laughs> look into that <laughs> yeah. Bobby back to you yeah uh, you can't fix everything uh, I'd like to say I wish I knew this before I was 30. I wish I knew this this week. I still struggle with this. But in the big picture, I have gotten a lot better about this in uh, high school and in college and in early relationships. Absolutely. Um, I always thought that if something needed fixing, and that would be based on my read of it, um, that I could fix it or should fix it or should intervene to deal with other people's problems or just try to manage it. And uh, I am sure that there are deep reasons for that. I'm sure I can analyze myself deeply about it. But uh, understanding that, that uh, you just can't fix everything. And sometimes you just have to deal with that and cut your losses. Or other people need to take care of themselves or whatever. Uh, that's a really deep one. That makes up for how to shape my face. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you just kind of have to, uh, one, pick your battles, and two, know your place. Sometimes it's just not appropriate for, for Boundaries me Boundaries are good. To, yeah. 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 I mean, I just, uh, I took way too much responsibility for things that just didn't matter. And because of it, I was an asshole. Uh, I mean, I'm still an asshole, but like I was, <laughs> I was a much more obnoxious, uh, self-righteous asshole, uh, because of times I just couldn't, uh, resist diving in and telling other people they were wrong and I was right and I would fix it. So you can't fix everything. Well, jumping off of that, my next one is it's okay to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this, it, it still, again, like Bobby said, this is something I still have to work on, but, um, being wrong is like deeply painful for me for some reason. Um, and it's, I'm getting better at it, but it's, it's been a struggle to 
understand that everybody is wrong sometimes and it's fine and it doesn't mean people are going to hate me. Um, Or you're inherently bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm dumb or whatever. And yeah, also who cares what people think? That's really hard to Mm -hmm. to get through. And I think that kind of is tied tied in with this. But um, I'm wrong all the time. (laughs) 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 And so I have to make peace with that because it's not going to change. Um, that's a real big lesson I'm trying to teach my kids a little bit because they're a little bit like me in that they want to be good at something right off the bat and not make mistakes. So sometimes they don't try. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're like, you just think, especially if you're kind of a smart ish kid that has had luck or whatever and just trying or or people tell you you're clever, whatever. Uh, so it's trying to get my kids to try things that they're going to fail at because it's just just the way it is. And I'm that way. I'm scared to fail at stuff all the time, even though I do it almost constantly. Um, But yeah, that's, that's definitely a lesson I'm trying to impart. I had that, that um, gifted kid syndrome. Mm. Like, I don't think I'm super smart now, but I was advanced for my age or whatever. And so I I went to like a special school and blah, 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 blah. I got all this like feedback that I was smart. And what that resulted in was me not knowing how to study and yes. almost dying when I got my first C, which was in college. Yeah. I just yeah. was horrified. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know what to do because I was just usually naturally good at these things. Yeah. Um, and so it didn't really serve me in, yeah. in, in that way at all. Yeah, I skated by far too long in school. <laughs> I actually remember there, um, you know, I was in a fair amount of honors classes or what are AP classes. And yeah, high school wasn't like super duper hard for me. And I remember there were people that were in honors classes or whatever, but like, and they made good grades, but I was just like, well, they're not naturally smart. They just work really hard. Ugh. Like that was like a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's like most of life. (laughs) I know. And now I'm like, fuck, I wish I had worked hard. Like it just is like, it instills something in you when you can just kind of skate by on your cleverness or just innate smartness. Working hard is serves you way better. Oops. Um, Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I have two left, but I'm just going to go with this one that I think is really important in my life. Just like what you like. And I mean, I'm thinking more of like as in pop culture there. I spent a lot of time trying to mask the fact that I like romance novels and shitty pop music. (laughs) And you do. uh, Well, Mm -hmm. not anymore. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, But there was definitely a time where I like wanted to try to like cool music or, you know, um, and I was a film minor, so I was definitely in school with guys that, you know, it was like all about just these, you know, dark, violent movies that I just really didn't care about. Um, and I now I'm kind of just like, I like what I like. Now, sometimes I wish I would challenge myself a little bit more because I get a little stuck in my rut of liking what I like. But uh, it usually serves me well and I enjoy it and it gives me pleasure. So like what you like. That's a good one. Um, I would have told myself to go to therapy earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody needs that one. Yep. And literally everybody needs that one. And I wish that it yes. was so much more accessible because even like somebody I found that was sort of quasi covered under my insurance, it was still not cheap. Yeah, um, it's not cheap. And, you know, I had an HSA or whatever that I could spend, but she also only took like credit card no she didn't take credit cards she only took like checks or cash mm-hmm. so then I would have to like pay myself you know like kind of do this transferring mm-hmm. around kind of deal but it is so helpful and I spent the first hour like crying the whole time mm-hmm. just like miscellaneously crying about stuff like <laughs> but it helps there's nothing yeah. wrong with miscellaneous crying <laughs> no no, no. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my list is out. I, yeah. I, there are probably when we do this again, when we talk about the things we wish we'd known before we were forty, I'm sure I'll have plenty more. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's. I think we're good. Yeah. I think yeah. We, yeah. We, we and I think we'll happening. get a lot of good ones in the comments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tell, from you tell guys. us ones, funny ones. They don't have to be coffee mug ones. Yeah, they yeah. can just be, they can be funny. <laughs> uh, you know, and if you thought this was too serious, know that the other list that I put on the run sheet for possible exploration was a thrillist <laughs> list of all 50 U.S. state shapes ranked. I have some arguments <laughs> with it. Dave and I thought about it. <laughs> I would love to discuss it. So, uh, spoiler alert, the number 50 on the Thrillist list is Wyoming. Well, it is just like a square or right. like a, you know, yeah. maybe not Basically, exactly. Yeah. You know. uh, so, yeah, give us your uh, give us your things you wish you'd known uh, when you were 30 or before you were 30. Um, that's actually not the question of the week, but uh, it probably could have been. But um, let's we'll get your feedback on that, too. Um, the actual question of the week is, uh, an acknowledgement that, that COVID is a thing and it's, it's taking over our lives. Um, and as depressing as it is, there are a, a few, a scant few, uh, silver linings, positive things that have come out of the, uh, the silver lining alert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what is your coronavirus silver lining alert? Uh, and I have, I have a silly one and a, and a not so silly one. And the silly one is I'm finally watching The Wire, which I've been talking about the last few weeks. We are now in season four. We're really pushing right along. So we should finish it up in the next week or two. And I cannot believe it took me almost 20 years and a pandemic to finally watch this fucking show. Uh, and then a little more seriously, um, we here, uh, the two of us, me and Sam, have gotten a lot of perspective the last few weeks i've been home we've had time for some real conversations we're thinking about where we are and what we want out of life this is not a marriage thing we're very happy together but like um you know what we want to do is our next steps uh every few years we've had a big thing we've moved bought a house whatever changed jobs this and that and we're in our longest sort of steady period since any of those things and so just being able to step back and spend spend a lot of time chewing on what's next uh has been good for us Makes sense. Um, mine are mm, sort of minor. Um, I love not having to drive. Um, driving is yes. scary in Detroit. <laughs> so you know, oh my Christine. gosh. <laughs> you have no idea. Like anyone who hasn't been there, her saying scary, that's nothing. It's horrifying. Like, I had to, Jeremy just said, close your eyes because this is happening. <laughs> like people invent lanes. Oh, There's yeah. giant potholes. Oh, it's like, there's nothing. Signs that don't isn't matter. Scary. Yep. I think we were driving home from um, the Dax show, and Meredith goes, "We don't stop at stoplights in this neighborhood." <laughs> and Jeremy's like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, "No, just you go. just go, just go, you slow down and just go. Make sure nobody's coming and go because yeah. you are a sitting duck if you don't." <laughs> oh my God. So I'm really loving not driving and not spending money on gas and burning mm, yeah. fossil fuels. That's been awesome. Um, I love working from home. Um, that's probably my biggest one is I have been kind of like working up my courage to present the idea to my boss that I should just work from home all the time anyway. And this yeah. is an amazing proving excuse. It. Yeah. Cause you're proving it. Right? Yeah. Well, and I did it for five years in Texas. Like, yeah, it's there's, weird that there's no reason telling you that. Yeah. She was like, I brought it up to her before all this and she was like, but then I won't get to talk to you every day. And I was like, 
so what? Yeah, I'm not your friend, and I'm not here to keep I don't you busy. Care. I don't want to like, like commute and wake up at five thirty every morning yeah. just so I can yeah. have a little chat with my boss in person. We can talk on the phone. Yeah. Um. So they're also we're out of we're running out of space like we I have a whole office to myself which is an increasingly rare thing for people in my department and we're hiring three new people and we have nowhere to put them so I'm like take my office turn it it's yours split it up into two I volunteer tribute yeah put two people in there because they're starting to they're starting to double people up in offices which sucks and I wouldn't want to well and especially now that's not a good idea right that's not cool so they can have my office and I can work from home and I can still come in for meetings and stuff like yeah this is my pitch I'm doing it to you guys. Um, (laughs) So I, and I think this might be like the push that we need to make this seem more realistic. Like Mm -hmm, maybe this isn't the worst idea in the world. Well, And I'm wondering how many companies are evaluating that they don't need to pay these huge real estate costs. Sorry, Hillary. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They need we own all our real estate, I think, yeah. so yeah. I would, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not a concern yeah. for us. But yeah. um, the other thing is I'm cooking constantly, which is good and bad. Um, yeah. It's it's good in that before this, I, I like to cook and I, I really like to grocery shop and I like to grocery shop more than I like to cook. So I would mm-hmm. end up wasting stuff and I yeah. hated that. And yeah. this has made it very clear that I can't do that anymore. So I've gotten much more creative and I've gotten much better about um, using everything that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm really thankful for that. Um Christy, you had this on your list, and I'm going to steal it, and it's not wearing a bra. Um, oh, my God. It's so amazing. It's great. <laughs> Another reason I don't want to have to go back to work. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then my final thing, which is the serious one, is that I think I at least have had an attitude shift um, about how connected everybody is and how much we depend on each other. Um, and I, I think that is going to be a good thing ultimately for all – all of us to keep in mind living through something like this isn't fun, but I think it will change our generation probably forever. And we will be more interconnected and feel more like we need to take care of each other. I hope yeah. if the protesters hope. don't get their yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they all die. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus and yep. don't get vents or Lysol or whatever. Yeah. Whatever yeah. It is. yeah. Just um, inject that bleach right into your lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good for you. Inject that bleach right into oh, your lungs. Oh, he didn't say that. He was being sarcastic. Oh, uh, always. I uh-huh. saw it live. That is the biggest crock of shit yep. I've ever heard yeah, in my yeah, life. Funny. And also, that's not the time to be sarcastic, you yeah, stupid no. idiot. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, mine is okay firstly it's working out which i know it's like i'm not trying to be like fit mom or anything but i like because i'm working from home and i'm not great at working from home like i you know am such an extrovert i kind of like i like i don't understand how to deal with my life like i'm like what's the structure what am i doing you know i'm supposed to get up and get dressed but it's given me a time i have so much time in the day besides working and dealing with my kids like i can actually work out and i don't love it always it like uh, you know, running up to it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, but it always makes me feel better. I'm always in a Definitely. better mood. I agree. Um, and it just is like, and I have time to do it where it used to be like, okay, I can do this by squeezing in at, you know, I can go to the 6am class and, you know, then get back, run, take a shower. Like, well, now I'm just like, I have time to do it. And I can just like lounge around in my sweaty ass, uh, workout clothes and nobody really cares. I mean, I guess Dave probably cares, but I don't, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like Bridget might have an opinion. I know. She's like, Ugh, you're so gross. Um, whatever. She mm-hmm. barely likes to take a shower, so she can, you know. Kids are whatever. just gross. They're yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, I say this, and I, like, 
sometimes hate them, but I do like spending time with my kids. I hate educating them. I hate <laughs> teaching them. And Dave is really like, he has taken this on because I'm, I have no patience for it. I'm not good. I'm okay with Rory because it's like, draw a butterfly. But um, I don't like teaching, but I do like being around and seeing their little personalities. Like I, it's good. Like it's a good, because we're always in such a rat race. Like when I, and working full time, it's like I drop the kids off or Dave drops the kids off. We don't see them until six. And then it's like a rush to get them into bed. And trust me, like I'm mm-hmm. rushing. I'm like, get into bed. I need to be alone. And mm-hmm. now it's like, no, like I actually get to see their personalities and see kind of how they tick and what upsets them and, you know, how they are dealing with this. And I like to drunkenly tell them, like, you'll always remember this time. <laughs> you know, um, Like they're probably learning a lot about me, but it's in the whole it's good. Like I had kids, you know, like I got pregnant and had kids. Uh, I chose it. So you have the tests of, to prove it. I have the test to prove it. And um, anyway, so it's and I, you know, as a. Probably if y'all are friends with me on Facebook or Instagram, you see I go on many, 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 many walks with Rory. And it's, they don't ever stop talking like ever. He's constantly talking. <laughs> but um, but with him, I kind of like it because I can make him memorize stuff. With Bridget, I can hear about whatever's happening like on TikTok or whatever. So anyway, it's on the whole good. It makes me crazy, but on the whole good. Those are good ones. Yeah. Um, mine is... <laughs> Um, our, uh, let's see, Apple TV Plus, <laughs> highly recommend, um, specifically The Morning Show for All Mankind, it. and what I'm super excited about for this weekend is to watch the um, Beastie Boys documentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love them so I much. I have a free year of this, and I haven't activated yep. it yet. Same. Just, so I think now, it. now is the time. Yeah. You spent, what, $1,200 on a phone just yeah. to get the free <laughs> yeah. Apple TV True. Plus. And for me, I had to buy that phone twice because I'm right. an idiot. Um, and then secondly is a throwback. It's Hunger Games. I'm re- I finally talked Elliot into it. She will never take my suggestions. Um, so, I mean, even with Harry Potter, she's like, I've seen the movies. And now she's read them at least six times the whole series. Yeah. I figured you just and meant she just like ends <laughs> and starts. <laughs> well, that too. Um, and... Uh, so I said, let's race. If I can make it into a race or a contest, she'll do it. So I'm calculating how much time it takes me to read this. Um, mm-hmm. So it just is a throwback. I've read it a couple times and um, it's just bringing me back to happy watched- times. But also it's terrible. <laughs> it is. I'm like, oh my God, what if this actually happens? But anyways, it's I, watched the, I watched the movie the other day my favorite way of watching a movie on like with commercials on TNT or whatever. <laughs> um, Dave gets so mad. He's like, why are you watching the devil wears Prada again with commercials? You've already seen it, but I lo- I don't know why it's it a sounds, comfort. It's very comforting to me and yeah. it is scary. And I, I love Jennifer Lawrence, but it's like a scary, it's, yep. it's scary. Yeah. Um, and now you can kind of see it happening. We watched a solid hour of the mummy on the History Channel yesterday. <laughs> the History what? Channel. What has happened to that channel? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Uh, it's like Rory's favorite channel. It's like <laughs> of Nazis course it is. And <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, those are good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we want um, to hear yours, everyone. Yeah. Tell us what is sort of positive-ish going on right Maybe now. Maybe we should do two posts. Yeah. 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 These are yeah. both kind of positive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to Tishi Recommends. 
we've got two shameless Amazon plugs of the week. <laughs> um, one of which I actually already have and highly recommend. It's the Lodge Cash Iron Skillet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't know why I said it like a cast iron. I know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you won passes. a Lodge Cast Iron Skillet. <laughs> <laughs> I have it too, and I love it. And yeah, use yeah. it all the time. I, I do as yeah. well. Let me give yeah. some background on why it's my plug this week for the Shameless Amazon Plug of the Week. I just ordered it. It hasn't actually arrived yet. Years and years ago, I had a cast iron skillet. I loved it. You know, you could use it camping, oven, stove, all that stuff. Uh, and then in moves, this was back high school, college, because um, it was in my camping gear originally. And then but um, moved, ended up in a box for a while. And it got really, really gross. Because it'll do that if you don't take care of it. Mm. Uh, and I was in a short relationship with a a girl whose family was um, hand uh, handy, backwoodsy, you know, sort of uh, uh, good with tools and camping and hunting and gear and all that. Or so they thought. And so she took it. And as a surprise to me, her father or uncle or someone um, sandblasted it clean. Oh. But when you sandblast it clean, you, it's smooth after, yeah. right. and it, it becomes yeah. useless. Yeah, no. <laughs> just completely destroyed it. Like, so, no. Well, so they're like, pretty. They're pretty cheap. That yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. Uh, and the reason that I, I ordered it now was part impulse because I wanted it to make like um like a, a pot pie biscuit top thing. Like I just wanted something I could put on the stove and then into the oven. Uh, but also, it's on sale on Amazon right now for half off, so it's like 15 bucks. Nice. Hey. Can I piggyback on this and say that the Lodge Dutch Oven is also really great? Yep. Um, I use that one for a lot of things, but I also I use it for bread mostly. Um, and yeah, I was making sourdough before this quarantine business. <laughs> so, and I, was, I, I use that every single time, and it's great. And it's not yeah. as um, anywhere near as outlandishly expensive as the Le Creuset one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Uh, fourteen eighty eight for the yeah. skill yeah. right now. And get Very the nice. you should get the little silicone thing that goes on the. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it gets so freaking hot, so hot. Yeah. Um, and mine is the Kindle Paperwhite. I'm sure everyone has Kindles. If you don't, the Paperwhite is amazing. It has a backlight. Um, it doesn't have color, so it's a little bit cheaper. Um, and easier on your eyes. And you can get free books from your library if you didn't Ooh. know that you could do that. Um, and I got the refurbished one. So there's one for cheaper. We'll probably put the full price one in our links, but go for the refurbished one. Amazon, love us. We're recommending your own freaking products. Mm-hmm. Right. All Amazon recommends to me right now, which I think is really funny, is is digital magazines. <laughs> They're like, we're not going to ship you anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> Just take this non-tangible product, please. Everyone mm-hmm. should buy digital magazines uh, because that's what's keeping me in a job oh yeah Um, oh yeah we already got a 15 percent decrease salary so (laughs) you're like please order up yeah and then you should take it on your kindle and you should read it in your massive new office space in austin yes yes please (laughs) got lots of space available um christy you've got You've got a Netflix recommendation? Yes, I do. And this is um, thanks to um, Phyllis Fletcher. The Last OG, which is on Netflix, is an amazing show. I think it started in 2018. Um, I'll give a little premise. It's um, Jordan Peele is oh, that's the right. writer that's and creator. Yeah. Um, Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish. Um, he is 
he's a drug dealer. He gets um, kind of set up, taken to jail for 15 years. He's he lives in Brooklyn. He come he gets out after 15 years and goes back to Brooklyn, and it's not the same um, <laughs> and, <laughs> at all. Like I think he lived in Park Slope, oh. and so he comes <laughs> back and like he's like, uh, what happened to the corner store? And it's like people line up for brunch, and um, it, it it's is, a co-op now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's. <laughs> You're going to have to volunteer to work here if you actually like want to come in and buy it. Members yeah. only. <laughs> so the first two seasons are, and the se- season two finale, they do kind of a recreation of Do the Right Thing, and it's so good. That's making me want to watch that movie again. But um, the first two seasons are on Netflix, and then the current season, I think you can get on um, TMC? I don't know what channel it's on. Sorry that I should have looked that up, but you can get it on there or just watch it live. Cool. Hmm. Um, this is, I always feel like I have to recommend something because I don't know why it's a tick, but <laughs> I, my favorite thing to do right now, Dave and I both do this, obviously not at the same time because our kids are still a little bit too little to just be left at home, but I like to just go on joy rides. This is the opposite of Meredith. I like, well, I mean, whatever it's not Detroit but I just like to drive like I will go <laughs> to the farthest gas station that it's like socially acceptable for me to go to get a diet Dr. Pepper I don't know why this is the thing that I like to do <laughs> and then take the longest possible way to get home and I like I drive a minivan so it's like a gray minivan it's not cool like in the least but I like to roll down my windows and play loud sometimes like not appropriate music um all around town and it is from like four to five, it's the thing that sort of makes me happy and keeps me sane. It feels like, to me, like the thing that is freaks me out is like not having freedom, like not being free to just roam around or whatever. Not that I did that so much, but just feeling hemmed in by like being at my house or whatever. It just feels really nice to do it. And that makes perfect the web- sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just don't want to take my life in my hands. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. As I as I sit my diet, Dr. Pepper, like the <laughs> wildlife. I think I've told before the story of the time Sam and I were in Vegas and the only rental car left was a minivan. Whatever. They fucking rolled. We were, I saw I was blasting music and driving down the strip with the minivan windows rolled down (laughs) and people literally started heckling me. (laughs) Whatever. I would flip them off. I think it was like, like, it was like a white minivan. It was really ugly. No, no, no. I returned it because we were there for like a week and I wanted to go out. I wanted to go out to the desert and back and this thing was like they're not great on gas. No, they're not, <laughs> not they're running not. well. And no. so I went back the next day and I was like, you gotta, you gotta get rid of this. Thing. I need something better than this. I love it so much. And it's so funny that I have it because like I have two kids. So, you know, that was sort of, uh, that was why I got it just because I thought it was easier. I think I drive in it like way more by myself than I do with the two kids, <laughs> but I like, don't care. I love it so much that it just, like it's like driving a living room it's so comfortable it's a toyota i feel like secure in it i test drove a sienna and an odyssey and i liked them both a lot yeah yeah Yeah. my friend has a the new odyssey or like i guess it's a year old now and it is sick like it is such a nice it's such a nice car (laughs) they are nice that might be part of it too because i think what we have is like a town and country yeah, no, yeah, no, no. you gotta do, you gotta do Sienna or um, Odyssey or there's like the Chrysler one, the Pacifica. Oh, that Pacifica, yeah, that's really nice. nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> Again, I can rank in sync members and also rank <laughs> minivans. Yep. you're so cool. You're cool. Oh, I think I think it's you're like the cool mom. It's like I driving, like what I like. <laughs> it's like driving a living room should be a new ad yeah. campaign for. I could see Jan saying that to someone. Yes. Yep. 
All right. We're ready to wrap this Should thing up. Housekeeping. All right. Buy stuff from us um, at theshowaseverything.com and click the shop button. Um, please rate and review us and um, buy stuff from us on Amazon. You can click through the links we put in the show notes. But also, we got this from Renee, our listener, that she has added Amazon link to her home, her phone screen. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do is just go to that and then there's a a boxy thing with an arrow. (laughs) I don't know what that's called. (laughs) And you push it and then it um, lets you either send it to someone or add to home screen is one of the things. So thank you for Renee for doing that. That's awesome. And then also just a um, double plug. Um, It's not a sex move. Um, Um, Anne, our own Anne, is going to be on the Beverage Minute. I think it's going to come out this weekend. Yay. Sweet. Yay. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, I wonder what beverage she will be. I, I know. I wonder. <laughs> so many to choose from. <laughs> um, all right. Get involved. The, this, the website is thisshowhaseverything.com, and we still have throwyourphone.com on there. Uh, join the Facebook group. It is really fun. Like I said, I, I kind of thought people weren't going to really respond to the stalking slash researching question, but mm-hmm. we yeah, everybody has a story. I uh, think everyone our age does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because definitely the drive-by thing was much mm-hmm. more of a, um, just a technique to see if your friends were around, but then it would devolve mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Facebook group is really, really fun. I love it. Um, the show Twitter is at Tishy Show. You can email us, like Bob did, at Tishy at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. We haven't had them in a while. I want to hear your lovely voices. I miss everybody, so come on. Um, Fax Bobby your butt or whatever at 617-354-8513. Um, thanks for joining us. I think that was everything. And everybody, stay safe and wash, wash your, hands. your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. We love you. That's it. And scene. Only 2,590 beats, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs>
Gonna be me.